0: Oh, how you guys doing? I like your hat, Patrick. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. Hey, Blaggards.com, check it out. Yeah. Well, we are recording, right? We are recording,
1: yeah. Oh, we are? Oh, yeah. well, here, let me go fix my, fix my hair.
0: Okay. It's a mess. But Chad, what episode is this?
1: <laughs> are we re- we're really
2: doing this? Yeah. yeah. Fuck. All right. No time to lose. Uh, SlapperCast, episode number 93. And that beanie that Patrick's wearing right now, you can order com right now
1: yeah so I, I ordered it because we have um we have we have a bunch of stuff on there and we never talk about it we never talk about our uh our our online stores and our uh and the other thing i was surprised i went on and i i recorded a uh, a uh, an advertisement for our pandora station and uh uh just just for for all the people that that it, it's it's mind-boggling to me the amount of people that are on there we're we're we really we really appreciate all of you you know thank you for for going to the store and go you know listening online and all that stuff that's a uh, incredibly generous of you you know give your time and listen and stuff like that so we uh, we got a couple of mixes today from our uh, new cd which I'm uh, very very excited about i have to go for a drive in the car here in a minute i want to uh, i want to hear it at full volume i'm not allowed to do it in here because i get shit, shit gets thrown at me even when there's nobody here but turn turn that stuff up um e- e- even the dead uh complain about my uh the levels of music but um yeah so and and then also because i, I I've, I've been meaning to say this for weeks on end but uh, doug stanhope came in and and stole the show literally for two whole two whole episodes so but I wanted to tell Kelly that she had said uh, we were talking about the Bon Jovi thing. You know, the, the Eric, had, you had said that he, he might have been an impersonator in Faneuil Hall. The guy with the perfect hair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, jeans yeah. And the, tucked into the boots and the tassels. And the. Yes. And Kelly on, on online, she, she, put, she said the word I was looking for was mincing, mincing down the hall. And that's the exact word that we were missing. So, Kelly, top marks to you. Mincing. <laughs> He was mincing he was
0: mincing mincing across Faneuil Hall.
1: Yes. I, get, I, I heard can't. that one was a nipper and I was listening to uh, Monty Python and they were saying, you know, he was, he, he, he was mincing and I just, I lost it. Even as a kid, mm-hmm. I knew that's a great, so Kelly, thank you for that. It should be joining my, rejoining my, my vocabulary here very, very soon.
0: Wow. It's a little word you hear or use every day.
1: No, but it's, I mean, a hundred percent appropriate for, you know, for that git. Um, <laughs> if, if you missed the episode, we were talking about, you, you know, th- this is back in the, uh, late, late, late eighties, um, uh, in Boston and it was the days of, of shot through their heart and you're quite lame. Um, the, 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 the acid wash jeans and the cowboy boots and, the uh, probably
0: snakeskin cowboy boots though. Right. Yeah, some, very good, or, or, I yes, mean, I mean, pleather, yes. Like a pleather version of the steak. I didn't get meat.
1: that close. I didn't get that yeah. close. Yes, mincing. What a great word. So, yeah. I remember, you heard it used in that context before, that, 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 uh, that meaning. How would you mince, Mr. Smalley? How, how would a vegan mince? <laughs> very finely with, with a knife, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, I'll give you that. We're doing something very exciting on Monday, kids. Very exciting. So... Uh, yeah. it's going to be Stay good tuned for that. Stay tuned for that. I'm excited.
0: I'm going to take my free time in between my clinic. I have some, I had those clinics for a uh, PASIC coming up, uh, next couple, I guess we're in the future, but in the past, but back in the a couple of days ago, I had some free time in between the clinics. There we go. I covered that, covered that up nicely. Um, and, uh, and, uh, so I'll be practicing during the, uh, the downtime between, between clinics. I did practice actually.
1: Yes, of course you did. Um, is yeah. is there anything that that, that that our viewers might be interested in seeing, hearing, tuning into?
0: It's too late, kids.
1: Too late. It's, it's it it's started
0: done. on Friday. It's over on Saturday. If you hadn't registered previously, you can't see it. But there will be some stuff mm-hmm. online uh, probably in a few months or so. Some some clips might show up. We can maybe point people to, to those things and let them, let them know what we're doing. That
2: that panel on Neil Peart, is that uh... – did that happen already, or is that coming up?
0: That's tomorrow. It's, it's tomorrow? Yeah.
2: Is, that, is there going to be recordings of that that we can see?
0: Mm, I don't know. I will find out. It's up to you, though. You should, isn't it? Don't you well, you, usually usually the panel stuff that we do, uh, and, and a lot there's a lot of panel discussions. I don't know how many there are this year, but I know we, we do. The Drum Set Committee does one every year on a different mm-hmm. topic. And normally it's kind of education-based, but this year, since Neil had passed away, Last year at the end of last year, we decided to do a tribute to him, so um, we got uh, his sabian symbol guy we got a couple guys that worked with him on his publishing his books and videos and Mike Bortnoy from Dream theater uh, is is one of the panelists as well who, who who knew Neil and obviously was very 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 heavily influenced um, by neil's uh, by neil's playing so and Eric, can, can we we back
1: up can we back up a second because i don't I, I was going to tell the kids that you 're just that you 're the the leader of a drum circle and you guys sit out in the middle of the woods and talk about your feelings but that's not exactly true can you just back up a little bit and just give them a little you know we've talked about it before but i want to make sure that everybody knows what we're talking about here as far as the
0: well it, it, it is true that we do that but as opposed to other <laughs> drum circles we actually wear shoes because we have to work ah, the pedals and yes. uh, and that's how that works but uh no so i mean i, I we talked about it a lot on the show and I'm the drum set committee chairman for the, uh, for the percussive arts society, which sounds kind of, it's a lot to to say, but uh, it's really kind of fun because, excuse me, as in addition to doing um, projects and all kinds of stuff uh, during the year, uh, we get together once a year, usually this weekend in November, we get together in Indianapolis and we have a, look at that guy go, Jesus. Um, We get together and do a full convention where we have not just drum set, but, you know, classical percussion, world percussion, uh, you know, marimba, xylophones, timpani, everything. What the fuck, Chad? No. This is, this, episode's called, this episode's called The Fly. <laughs> Damn it. I'm trying to talk here. You. you keep distracting
2: me. I just realized I still have coffee I haven't drank yet. So. Okay. That's my cup. You just anyway. realize what?
0: I still have coffee. You're still drinking coffee. Okay. So anyway, Any Chad. Would, yes. Chad. So anyway, Chad. It's, it's it's basically it's a it's an international percussion group and we get together in indianapolis every november about this time usually it's like uh thursday through saturday and um it's a big party but it's also a lot of work We you know we have clinics and concerts and master classes and hands-on stuff and we have a full a ex- hall exhibit hall full of all the greatest gear sheet music percussion stuff everything and uh, our, our our convention is uh um, maybe six, 6,000, 7,000 people show up to it. So it's not huge, but it's, it's pretty sizable. And uh, of course this year it was on, it was online. It was a virtual cause everything else is, is virtual this year. So, and I'm in charge of the drum set committee, which means that we basically work on, uh, our, our big job is getting the drum set artists to come every year and play, um, and perform clinics for us. And, and, you know, we do all kinds of other projects, uh, listen, you know, essential listening lists. We do a bunch of educational things. Um, We have a magazine and we have a blog that we have our guys and girls write articles for. So it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's fun. It's drum set education is a big passion of mine. So yeah, always, it's always fun to to be involved. And I've been doing the chairman, uh, the drum set committee chairman thing officially since 2013, but I had actually done it in um, 11 and 12 as the interim guy kind of filling in the hole. Uh, of the guy that was there he had to leave and then when somebody said let me want to volunteer to do this I was foolish enough to raise my hand and not realizing (laughs) it's actually quite a lot of a lot of work Uh, it's it's, it's, it's an all-volunteer group too so uh, everything we do we we uh, you know we volunteer our time and energy to make this thing happen
1: yeah I have to say too I mean with your with your dedication to it one of the nice things was when you came in it's always nice when when it's when you have a drummer in the back that's not that's not a um, you know he's not a brain surgeon you know a part-time professional brain surgeon or a, mm. a a leaf blower you know expert that sometimes plays the drums you know we have a guy that plays drums playing drums and lives for drums and mm. you're the, the the list of you know lists of sponsors you know when you see Eric C Hughes, you know, you see, you know, Sabian and DW, and you see, you know, the Vic Firth and you see all these, you know, blah, 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 all these uh, endorsements, which is wonderful, but it's, it's also, it's not just that it's the, the commitment that you have, the energy and the passion that you bring to, to not, to not just, you know, yeah, I've got these names on my bag. I'm a pretty fucking big deal. No, it's, th- this is a, this is a, a a lifestyle, you know, this is a, you know this is your passion and, and this is you know it's it's it, it shows and it's really nice too when the guy comes in holds his arms and says yeah i play drums too and he's got a you know he's got a you know that the three hundred dollar Tama kit you know that's no cases in the back of the van, you know around you know yeah that, yeah you play, but but you know but you live it that's my that's my 30 minute point
0: well, and, and the thing too, I know about the endorsement thing, I mean, that, that, that whole world has changed dramatically in the last 10 or 15 years. And, and I've had a lot of people ask me about that and it's not like I'm, you know, I'm not playing, uh, I'm not playing for, you know, King Crimson or, or I'm not playing for Iron Maiden or whatever. I mean, obviously those guys have, 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 earned, uh, you know, really earned their stripes as far as longevity goes. But the thing that I, you know, worked for me was just creating these relationships with people and not just be like, Hey, can I get some free stuff? Cause I play 200 gigs a year. You know? And I think a lot of guys lose sight of, of, of that. They think because they do something like that. And I know a lot of drummers that do play a lot of gigs every year, but they're, did And they want to get free stuff. And none of the stuff is free. I mean, everything that I have, I mean, I've either, um, I I've got it maybe at a, at a discount, but I'm still paying money for, um, these things. So, uh, the, I'm not, and even the guys that are professional, they're still paying a little bit of something Yes, to it. You know, they might get a symbol here and there. I mean, my buddy at Sabian has given me a few symbols over the year, but I, I paid for stuff. I asked him for some stuff. He's like, well, here's the cost. And now he's having, because of the economic situation. But, um, but it really boils down to just a relationship. Like, can you hang? Are you a jerk? Uh, if you can't, if you can't do, you know, if you can't be a nice person and, and, and be reflective and be thankful, they're not going to want to work with you, you know? Yeah. Well,
1: and, and, and in your defense too, you wouldn't say this, but I'll say it. You're, uh, you're, uh, you the, the, the first thing you told me was how the the game has changed as far as endorsements go. Cause we, we've run across, we, well, we joke about it all the time, but when we set up at, at a show, you know, these guys that come over and drop their, their, their drop their names first and then they give you their resume and then they tell you, you know what the, their war stories, that's, that's not a musician. You know, that's somebody that's looking for something for free Mm. now and something quick and something name and lights kind of stuff. And the first thing you told me was, yes, the the game has changed and I'm not out to, to, to searching for free. That's. And again, the, the, the equipment that you have is, is is top drawer and you keep it well and you.
0: Well, that's right. And, and and thank you. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's from, you know, like, uh, you know, Sabian. Uh, that was the first real deal that I got. And I, 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 when uh, this guy Nick Petrella uh, uh, would come to town to do clinics and stuff like that, I would go and I would hang and I would visit and I would talk and I would ask questions and we became, you know, friendly over the years. Until finally, like three years later, I said, "Hey, Nick, would you be willing to?" Because I was teaching full time then too and playing full time, so I, I think I was kind of a little more. um uh, you know, visually, I looked like, oh, this guy's got it together kind of a thing going on, although I could play and I could teach, obviously. But to a company, they want to know that you're out there doing it. You're going to be showing their products. You're going to be you know, using their products all the time, which is fair. I mean, that's that's the least you could do is actually play the instruments that they're helping you out with. And, yeah. and that's and that's the way it went all the way down the line um, was just being friendly and open to people and not being a dick and and being patient and building that relationship so they see what you're doing you know what they're doing you know what all these companies are doing they're doing great things they're making great stuff but once they see what you're doing then they're like oh this is this is the sure thing you know and and like i said all my all my levels are like silver levels and not the gold levels like the like the you know like the uh, nickel mcbrains and the you know the veney apices kind of a thing you know it's like the Like the, so that's why I said, I'm like, I'm grateful for the the, the help that they give me. And I shout their names from the rooftops. You know, if we're playing at T-Bone Tom's, I tag them on everything, you know, does it matter that I'm, that I'm doing that to them? Maybe not, but it just shows that I'm being conscious of, of, uh, of what, you know, what they've done for me and I want to help them out as
1: much as I can. Yeah. That's, and, and that's admirable. It's, you know, we've Chad and I talked about this since the beginning, you know, it's, you know we, we've had people come along and offer us stuff for you know that that doesn't fit in in the in, in not that we have a mold, but you know what I mean that's kind of fit in in w- w- with what we're doing and it's a lot of it's just not worth it. Diamond came along. We were very lucky when Diamond was here in town and uh, Jeff Diamond and um, uh, of course chris um Lovelace and um Joeyschatrusky and all, all, all the all the kids that used to run the the Diamond store. Here in town, they, they gave me they gave me guitar. I have, I have more guitars than God, thanks to those guys. And that was, you know, they knew that I was playing around town, but also taking them across the across the country. And with the with, you know, d- d- did I need another guitar? No. Was it a cool guitar? Yes. Could you play it every, right out of the box? Yes. And proud of it everywhere you go. And people would ask if they didn't know the brand because, you know, it seems like every second household's got a guitar in a closet or a guitar sitting you know, in a bedroom somewhere, you know. So the, 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 diamond guitars were, if not some of the best looking guitars on the, on the, on the, you know, on the market. So it was just not, it was nice bringing good gear out there that looked different, you know, not your beat up strat or your, you know, your Tele or your
0: Les Paul or whatever, yeah. whatever, you know, what's, what's that? that looks different, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And,
1: and I think that, I think that's such an important
0: thing, you know, for, for people to understand that it's like, it's a it's a it's it's a symbiotic relationship obviously they're helping you out but you're helping them out by you know like you know and 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 the thing you know this gets fucked up is like you know i've helped i feel like i've helped a lot of people uh, a lot of friends friends sort of like put them in contact with um with uh, certain companies and uh i'm I'm not doing that anymore because i've gotten kind of burned a couple times by, by, by people just being kind of dicks about it. Like there's a couple of guys in Austin that I tried to help out. Cause I was like, well, they're good players. And it seems like they're doing a lot and then they get everything that they you know want. And then they're just like, they're fucking schmucks. And it's like, I, I that makes that, I, I feel like that makes me look bad. And I'd rather look like somebody that's, look, I'd rather look good and like make sure that the right person gets with the right company or whatever. And just, I'm not doing that no more.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. Anyway, that's what's going on. That's what's going on. So Chad, why are we all in in why are we all in different places? You want to talk about that Through your protection? Um, <laughs> Wait for her pleasure. Yeah, yeah,
0: Duralex.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I came down with a, with a little bug this week. And I don't know what it is. Uh, both several friends of ours all came down with something around the same time. We all went and got tested. We're still waiting for results, but um, um, I don't. Th- I'm very skeptical that I have the COVID right now, but we'll see. <laughs> I, I th- it seems like it, it felt, was feeling like a flu, but I mean, like right now I feel fine. It kind of it comes and goes. Like last night, it just felt like death and, uh, and the, the fever's never, fever kind of never really got above, much above a hundred. So it's been manageable. It's not that really that bad, but it's just in this current climate, it just makes me nervous, you know? Yeah. No respiratory symptoms or anything. It's just a fever and fatigue and body aches. But at the moment, I feel fine. Hopefully, it'll stay that way this time.
1: Yay! Good, good, good. I have to say, this is this is a, this is this is much nicer having having uh, everybody at uh, you know safe distance. Now we can really say what we feel. You know, we can mm-hmm. break out and say you know. <laughs> be the, the
0: uh, it, like like all the internet warriors right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. No joking. Where were we? So, and we had a question too. Didn't young, uh, didn't young Greg Fugate of the Hill, didn't he have a, a question for us? <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't have it. I do have it. I, I just I know, like, it is. I, don't know if, I know it was
2: instrumentals I'd be like, I'm not sure if there was something else to it or not.
1: Well, he asked you to just, you know, just not talk so much, but. You know. <laughs> I think, I think it already filled up this episode. Um, yeah, no, no, he, he just asked, you know, favorite instrumentals and, uh, you know, why? Why Chad sick again? And uh, does anybody have a, 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 a? I always go to the same one. I always go for Lost for Words, but uh, just because it was the first one that ever. Uh, who, who, what's your first? What's the first instrumental that comes that comes to mind? That one. Really? <laughs> Honestly, because okay, well, because I'm going to change mine. What's yours? Eric? First one that comes to mind.
0: Frankenstein by
1: Egg Winter Group. You know, and I always thought like Black Betty and. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody and Phantom of the Opera and all these songs. I thought they 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 were just uh, I thought they were just in- instrumentals because the the oh. the uh, lyrics and the the songs crap. It was just the <laughs> was just a, like, like Angus Young used to say. He said, you know, words are just getting in the way of all the guitar solos. So just you know, just shut up and you know. It's, you know. So everything. But honestly, I mean, I I really like Black Black Betty was one of the first uh, was one of the first Songs that really, you know, just took you all over the place. Black Rolls by fed Lizzy. I mean, again, it's it, it's it's bookended by a great song, but the middle of that song is, you know, I I, I can't hear it enough. I'm I'm nearly a thousand years old, and I I, I could still listen to the song ten times, twenty times a day. It's, yeah. So, so again, my so my, uh, a lot of my instrumentals have words, right? right. About-
0: I like, uh, I also enjoy uh, Hocus Pocus by Focus is a good one too. That's a, of course, Frankenstein and Hocus Pocus are both kind of drum, uh, drum heavy. So that's maybe why I like those. Uh, What about uh, Wipeout? Anyway, so um, about the. uh...
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Mike and his SJC drums are crying. You stop it. Oh, SJC. I need to say while we were talking about Sabian and all that shit uh, that uh, SJC did send us, sent Mike because of the Blackguard's, Calendar sent him a kit in, yep. in the mail as he wanted it. You know, he, yeah. he called them up and he did it. And those guys, SJC, deserve a lot of credit. They, yeah. they and, and we did the same thing that you're talking about. Every, you know, we shouted them out everywhere we went, tagged them on everything. I wore the wristbands. I wore Whatever. the the SJC. I mean, they, you know, they sent him a bag of stuff too as well. So,
2: yeah,
1: great company yeah. and good, good, good people. Energetic, um, all over social media, all over they're artists and just committed, but back to the uh, back to the back to the instrumentals. So I, I don't know Hocus Pocus.
0: Oh my God! If you heard it, if you heard it, you you'd be like, Oh yeah, I know that song. H- I'm it's a bit. got the yodeling. It's got the yodeling at the end of every. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, At the end. Of... Yeah. It's yeah. a very terrible version of it, but I, then, I, but I, then at the, I, at, the end, at the end he he does it like twice, and he goes. oh it yeah. keeps yeah. going up and it's fucking ridiculous. It's and the drum I don't I don't know who play I forget who plays drums in that song, but the drums are just out of control. Out Probably of control. Mr. Probably Mr. Locus. When we get off this phone, this this zoom call, make sure you ch- just Google no, I, that. Oh, I definitely will. It's 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 impressive. It's kinda like it reminds me of like, I don't know, like uh Norway rock or something like that, or Viking rock or something like that. Oh. You know? I'm but again, there's no there's, there's no words in it. It's just like yeah, and and, and the riff is like I, I can't even sing the riff now. But the riff is super cool too. You'll you'll dig it.
1: Well, let me ask you this: Who, what band would you want to hear? Please don't say Dream Theater or I'm, I'm I'm hanging up again. Uh, what band would you like to hear that 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 hasn't done an instrumental that you would like to hear do one? Mm. And again, I, I think of eruption by by Eddie Van Halen. I think of that as, as an, you know, it's, again, it's just a guitar solo, but it's a guitar solo that goes, you know, it's essentially like a song. It's got every, you know.
0: Well, I you know, it, I think it is like a song because it's got, you know, the drum, the little drum yeah. thing in it, it as it's well. Coordinated it's coordinated. And it's, it has it's beginning through, and end. It's through compose. So it's yes. not, it's, he's not just fucking off. He's actually composed yeah. that um, that solo. It took me a uh, long
1: time to teach it to him, but he, he got it. I mean, well, you
0: know, you know, he's, 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 you know, he's, he, he was pretty smart for a kid Yeah, of, the, of that age.
1: Yeah. A certain age.
0: Yeah. There was no, no mincing about his talent.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. So where's the, uh, so, so who would you, who would you think would could do an instrumental? Uh, I mean, Queen comes to mind too, because, you know, just everybody was a monster player in that band you know, obviously, Freddie on keys, but... Right.
2: And I, I don't know enough about their full catalog to say definitively
0: whether they do. Have they done an instrumental?
1: I, I don't know. I mean, but, you know, when you hear stuff like, you know, when you see how Bohemian... And again, if I hear Bohemian Rhapsody again, somebody's going to fucking die. I hate it just because I've heard it so many times. But, but, but the, the, the way that song progresses and the way that it, it, it takes you on that journey, I mean, you just know that they had journey. Uh, you know that they have it in you, that you're, you, that they have it in them within their, you know, I mean, every single one of them was just a monster player. Same thing with a band like Duran Duran or with a band like, uh, Journey. Mm, who would be a band that would be, um, and I go to, I go to, you know, like One Step Beyond by Madness. That's a great, yeah. uh, you know, it, again, the, the the vocals are used, commonly. it's not really a, uh, you know oh i guess that does have a uh, Naipo to Cairo. i'm thinking of i'm thinking of one of those songs i think is an instrumental uh, da, 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 da. anyway but th- that that th- th- those kind of players you know those seven piece bands that everybody could play that's a that's a that's an instrumental i want to hear mm. um, but i can't think of anybody that uh well we we
2: talked you know i can't believe we have not mentioned this yet your favorite one of your favorite mark knopfler songs is name. <sighs> Oh, we already talked about it on a few shows ago, but yeah, yeah. I and mean, I know that one had a big influence on you.
1: Yeah. yeah, that melody. I mean, that melody can still just just knock me down. I mean, just the melody alone. Just you know, yeah, it's, it's a beyond a masterpiece in my in my book. And he literally,
2: as we talked about, he literally closed the show we saw uh, down in uh, Stafford. Stafford, oh, right. yeah. yeah. He literally closed the whole concert with that instrumental. <laughs> yeah. And, and
1: again you, you if if you if you know it then you understand why they closed the show but if you didn't you know if if, if it's it, it you know and again not to you know not to not to pick on the 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 non fans or the or the you know those the, the day trippers you know the um that song means so much to so many people because of the air and because of the movie and because of the you know i mean but that's a that's that's up there. A lonely, you know, "Lonely Goat Herd" from Sound of Music should have been a, should have been an instrumental because because the all of those songs was that Rodgers and Hammerstein wasn't that those,
0: uh, yes,
1: yeah. So so I mean, all of those songs could have been done. You know, like when you listen to the when you listen to the overture, you know, and all the different pieces. I mean, every single melody, every single song stands on its own. Maybe maybe not the device, but everything else.
0: Well, I mean, to that point, I mean, if you want to mention the movie soundtracks, and Queen has done some instrumentals because they did the soundtrack, or at least least oh, yeah. Brian for Flash, anyway, you know. And, yeah. And I know that Brian May, I think, did the soundtrack for uh, uh, Highlander. Highlander. Thank you. Yeah, but they had a Queen song in it too. So yeah, maybe, who not wants sure how to much he, forever? He, yeah, I'm not sure how yeah. much he used Queen on the uh, on those recordings. So, but yeah, there you go.
2: <laughs> I just thought this is not 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 a. Not one of my favorite instrumentals at all. It just just reminded me of, I, I was reminded of this because I went to watch Dune again. David uh, Lynch's Dune. Do you remember what the band was that did the soundtrack for that?
0: Toto. Oh, <laughs> Toto. Yeah. Well, I mean, wow. but to Toto's credit, though, those guys could all, those all those guys were really excellent players.
2: <sighs> sure, so. I know. Yeah. But that's like the last, well, like, my- dude, let's get Toto to do the soundtrack for this movie. It'd be
0: awesome. Well, they were hot then, right? Well, what year that movie yeah. came out? Yeah, they, oh, 082 83 or something like that. Yeah, they were they were right yeah, in the thick Roxanne,
2: of it. Or not
0: Roxanne, uh
2: Rosanna in Africa.
1: Uh, in Africa, right.
2: Whatever that whatever that record was Toto 3 or something Africa, Toto 4.
1: Yeah, boy Steve Luther uh, he he put out I mean as 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 monumental a guitar player, as he he's put out some dogs cuz I was on a Steve Luther kick there for a while listening to all the stuff and some of his uh <laughs> solo stuff came up my my computer just the, the face of the computer was like, it just—it
0: yeah. was awful. Yeah, spit out your floppy disk. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Beach Boys actually have a couple of good uh, instrumentals. Um, one was—it's on the—I think it's on the Pet Sound record—and they, uh, they, they were, or I can't remember exactly which one, but they were asked to write a song for a James Bond movie, and so they wrote a song called "Run James Run," and the the the, the movie people didn't pick it up, but. You listen to it and it sounds very much like a, like a like a James Bond theme, and they have a really pretty song called "The Nearest Faraway Place," um, which is a really actually a really pretty uh, little song and very psychedelic, but also very very purty as well. But a band that doesn't—I mean, what band hasn't played an instrumental that we don't know about? I mean.
1: There's, there's plenty but i mean just if just off the top of your head who what band right now would you want to hear play you know put together uh an instrumental that that you wouldn't get up and go you know get a beer at a concert you know that you you'd, you'd, you'd want to be there f- you know for that
0: so what's, what's that? a concert what do you mean what's a, what's a, you said concert what does that word mean i haven't
1: Oh no no I just mean if you're at the concert you're waiting you're not going to go get a beer when, the, when Right but what what is what is a concert What
0: what what happens at this concert Oh what happens go? at a
1: concert well a lot of people just go in and they breathe on each other and you know when a when a when a man and a woman really like each other they have a special
0: holiday
1: Oh a concert yeah. Concert yeah, yeah 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 I hear I got you now I know uh, you remind okay. me of you remind me of that chick up north Nania. remember we met her up in Bradford? No mm. She, she she gives she does the same thing to me all the time. Junania. yeah, Junania. Yeah, she says, "Hey, hey Patricio, get me, why you why you talk so funny?" That's what she says. She's,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> to the moon, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, let me think real quick.
1: Well, about- okay, okay, I'll, I'll I'll make it easier for you. Um, like like a like a deep purple, right? Like a like a modern day deep purple, right? Um, or a uh, um, uh, you know a reunited. Um, uh, I, I, I tell you who I'd want to hear doing an instrumental is 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 not a cappella but you know an instrumental. Uh, Huey Lewis. Oh yeah, I mean those every single motherfucker in that band could could play could knock the stage clear when when, when they do it so Every single one of them, and I'm talking about back in the day, back in the sports days, every right. one on that stage could kill any other you know, just so that's that's another band that would be uh, you know thin lizzie you know you know in its heyday uh, I, again i was talking to to miss 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 june up in nebraska and she was saying oh she's excuse me it wasn't miss June it was uh, mr york here in town he yeah. was he saw thin lizzie open for queen here in houston and he said thin lizzie just made it impossible to come onto the stage after them was that what, what was that? Did you say when that was? I think 80. 70, yeah, that would have been the 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 the, the heavy hitting, Lizzie days. You know the,
2: whew. not Gary Moore though, right? Was that? I think that was Gary Moore. Gary Moore. I thought of this when you mentioned Huey Lewis, uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Those guys. I don't know if they've done an instrumental, but that's a really good band too. I could see them. Yeah. Putting together, they wouldn't. You know. They could do it now. They wouldn't need Tom to do it. So that would Oh, are you, are you
1: slagging the dead? God. Yeah. Yeah. My na- <laughs> my name's Covid Smith. The dead. <laughs> Green Day.
0: Um, so I could be wrong, but I thought that they also did they worked on the soundtrack to um that thing you do that Tom Hanks movie about that band, about that made up band from the sixties. Who who did it? I thought Green Day was part of the uh, soundtrack crew for that.
1: I know, I know he did the, I know he did a musical. So I mean, he did a musical for, for Broadway, but um, yeah, I mean that.
0: I like Green Day until they did that. I was like, Oh, these guys are fun. They're like, they're like, you know, they're kind of pop, they're kind of punk or whatever. then they did that, you know, uh, whatever the musical was. And I was just like, this is dumb.
1: Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, and I wouldn't, I, 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 w- I could never call myself a, a Green Day fan. I do, I do know the biggest Green Day fan in the world. I think Chad and I know her. Um, but uh, as far as, uh, yeah, I mean, as far as Green Day go, I have, I have no complaints. I, 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 I used to laugh at the punk crowd laughing at Green Day saying that they weren't, you know, and then Green Day just saying, you know, we really don't give a fuck. We're writing fun records and they just annihilated everybody else in the charts. So, you know, they were not going for, they were not going for street cred. They were going for pop music and they killed it. And, and, and again, three guys that could really play and could write a hit song every fucking time. So, yeah. yeah.
0: I think it's, uh, I think, I think uh, it was it Billy Joe said, you know, he was like, yeah, well, you know, we, you know, we, we, we slugged it out in, in, in the clubs and for years and years and years. And then once we get success, all of our fans hated us. And it's like, why wouldn't you want your, your favorite band to be successful? But that's not how it works in the punk rock uh, world, I guess. So.
2: Nope. No. Yeah, I mean, I went out and bought hey, that. I, I, what's that? When Dookie came out, their first record, I went out and got that because it was at the time that was early nineties. And, you know, Kurt Cobain had just died, and I was it was just when I was first starting to appreciate Nirvana, and then he killed himself, and I was really pissed off at him. Courtney
0: killed, Courtney killed him. Courtney killed him.
1: Right, yeah. Get, get, get it right, Chad.
0: Come on, Chad. Come on,
2: Chad. So I was, it was kind of like, I, I was kind of excited about Green Day in the beginning because, oh, so here's a punk band that's, you know, they don't have any emotional or drug problems, supposedly. Uh, and if I, I, so I, I did enjoy that album when I first got it, but I don't remember listening to it for very long. <laughs>
1: That record in particular, I don't have many memories. You know, I heard it a couple of times because it was played, but it was it was when they the video where they're doing this the street the the street festival or the street the parade,
2: mm-hmm. um,
1: very very cool anthemic rock song. Um, the, the name will come to me, but that, that's that. From then on, when they started that in that direction, mean, again there was it was still the same formula, but they just their lyrics matured. Their their uh, melodies and their they playing you know improved and th- that 's kind of when I took notice and 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 didn 't switch to channel when it would come on. that was the good stuff you know as far as i am yeah.
0: concerned you know? yeah that early stuff was definitely you know kind of ear catching and eye catching, but it was kind of kind of not formulaic but just kind of like uh you know teeny bopper kind of punk rock stuff but like but like Patrick said it's like once they matured a little bit and they started having a vision for what, you know, for the kind of lyrics of the, of the song that they wanted to write. It seemed like it, it really came together. You know, Social Distortion to, for me was like that too. It's like, they were always that band that was always like, you, you're almost there. You're almost, you've almost got it all figured out. Um And, and and you know, here you have a guy in Mike Ness that actually lived a lot of that shit that he was singing about. So he had that kind of, that kind of cred. But I thought that that Sex, sex, Love and Rock and Roll record that came out in 2005 or something like that, I think that was their apex of like, we've got really excellent songs, we've got fantastic players, and the production on that record is so intense. It's like, it's finally they reached that pinnacle of like, Plus he was older then, but he's probably in his, you know, fifties or something like, or, or, or late forties by then. And he was kind of, um, he matured, had a wife, had kids. So he was like, okay, now my writing is more focused on real shit and not just like some weird story about a train in a lonesome town somewhere or something like that. You know? Yeah. Hey, shut up. That's important stuff. <laughs> what? What? I was going to also say, when you said favorite instrumental, I was like, Oh, MacArthur Park, but I was like, "Oh shit, no!" That's got a lot of words in it too. Uh, but, but the whole middle part is like, yeah, you know, it's, it's so anthemic and just goes off into goes off into instrumental land. It's it's so that song is so great, though. Richard Harris, my god, what a drunk! But man, what a <laughs> <laughs> what a, what a what a performance!
2: It takes a special kind of vocalist to be able to pull off that song because the lyrics are so
0: weird. That's right. That's 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 our boy Jimmy Webb.
1: That's right. Yeah. All right, besides Motley Crue, who would you not, never want to hear do an instrumental? Metallica. <laughs> okay, Chad, your turn. Do not hear an instrumental. Yes, never, ever, ever attempt. Uh, 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 Eric, that's, that's probably the best one. I don't although, think- although I know that
0: Metallica could probably play a decent kind of structured instrumental
1: song. I just don't okay. want to hear it. Yeah, who, who, okay, well, who would play drums and who would play lead guitar? Next. I think Paul, <succeeds> <Goodbye. laughs>
0: oh, we need you. Double <laughs> <laughs> kick.
1: <laughs> the clash instrumental?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I
2: don't think I'd want to hear
1: that. <laughs> here we go, here we go. So this is the part that gets cut out of the show. What what band that we've played with would you not know? <laughs> uh, I make myself funny. Played with or played um, in? Yeah, there you go. Yes, yes. Don't say that. No. We've, we've. Uh, <laughs> I need the hat again. It's getting gold.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, the Clash. That's a good one. I would say um, Poison, Motley Crue. I don't hear many. Yeah, yeah. Any of those? I, that, that's that. That's shooting fish in a barrel. Yes, right. Um, uh,
0: um, I mean, I kind of think any kind of band that would that uh, just writes, you know, just writes like those kind of simple mm-hmm. rock songs, and not that the Clash. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying the Clash is. I like the Clash, yeah, but it just doesn't seem like I mean, what you know. Their songs are three and a half minutes long with you know just a handful of chord changes. They're not going to venture off into like you know a through composed kind of you know tone poem, if you will.
2: Yeah. Backtracking to favorite instrumentals, I forgot to mention this earlier, the other one that comes to mind after Lost for Words is Quadrophenia, the, uh, the overture track off of that record. It's a second song, and it, it combines all the major themes from the record into this one cohesive piece, and it's really well done.
0: Um, the one, Tommy, Tommy does that too. The whole, yeah, Tommy, the heard. whole, uh, the, the overture we yeah. played that, we played that musical when I was, I was out of college, but I was back working at my college and that was the musical they picked for one year. And so I had hired a bunch of my buddies to play in the, to play in the, in the pit band, because I knew that if I wasn't available, then they weren't available. So I wanted to make sure that we kept working. So I had had them come in and play it to the point where the keyboard player wanted to play the fucking Tommy overture at every gig from then on out. Like every gig, no matter where it was, <laughs> bar gig, we're playing it. Wedding, we're playing it. This thing, we're playing it. You know, he cool. was obsessed. Wow, it, it was fun. Is, to play. Is, we we played it.
1: It was fun. Is, is there any is there any stuff online that we can see? You can see any of this stuff? This is before the internet. Well, I know, but is it before the video camera? There, Doctor Caveman.
0: Yeah, they had the uh, the guy with the crank. Yeah, cr- cranking out the film. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say no. Okay. Okay. I don't believe anything yeah,
1: well, out But, there. but now, now here, and then back to the beginning, back to the beginning um, of the show there, we're talking about drummers and stuff. So the Percussive Arts Society, is, is there anybody, uh, is there anybody there? I know we've talked about it, but is there anybody there that would be at the top of your list to, to bring on here that we could talk to? Oh yeah, I mean, I mean everybody. But who Who would be at the top <laughs> of your list? Who would, I mean, we can cut this out too if you want to say, you know, uh, the, the second person we get.
0: Yeah. That- um, I mean, geez, I don't know. There's so, there's so, there's so, I mean, we, get, we can probably get Vinny on here. <sighs> Vinny hasn't, Vinny hasn't done a PASIC uh, ever, but, <sighs> but, but, um, you know, I, I, I've talked to him at Nam, and I probably still have his information.
1: Or I Ladies can get and gentlemen, it Eric somewhere. C. Hughes is talking about Vinny Appasite, the one, the only, the sludge. Ex- oh my God. I, yeah, I, I would have to, I would have to, I'd have to be, maybe shoot up some heroin or something just to, to.
0: I mean, he'd be, he'd be, he'd be fun. Yeah, you would. Yeah, you would. Yeah, to get, to get on there. And I've um, seen him,
1: I've seen him in, in, I, I can't tell you how many different, I've seen him in Ireland. I've seen him in, uh, uh, I mean, so many, so many different areas and eras, you know, it's just, just, oh, yeah. I, I,
0: yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I just can't, uh, off the top of my head, I can't think of anybody that...
1: Well, I, yeah, um, I'll put you on the spot too. And of course, now yeah. we're not, usually usually when we're setting up here to do um, to do all sloppy cast, we get the, uh, we're running cables and we're able to at least spar before we, you know, come on. Today, we just go, well, Chad, what, what episode is it? How are you feeling? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Don't die.
2: So I, I totally forgot about Greg's question. I would have done some research ahead of time if I would called.
0: Yeah. Fun to shoot from the head. Um but you know, through a couple of channels we can probably get Nico on. You yeah. know, we talked about this before, but um might be able to get him on, maybe. It'd be it be a brain,
1: the, boys and girls, write it, it down. It'd, not be down. London,
0: it'd be London time for us so we yeah. have to figure out what's what works for him. But
1: well I, I wrote to Cormac again, speaking of drummers um uh my brother and talked to him you know i just at least asked him if we could put him on the schedule for next day depending on what where how and you know because we were supposed to do that when we came back but everything got you know thrown out incidentally i did send uh our friend doug stanhope i did send him um uh, autograph cds some koozie stickers and you know stuff so uh i, I texted him last night and uh I you know, said, hey, the, just keep an eye out, sent the stuff. And he wrote back, huzzah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, yeah, he's, he, he's oh, one of That's great. Yeah. He's into it. Yeah.
0: we got to figure out when we're going to go see him.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So for, for those that didn't see, the couple of episodes back, we, uh, we had Doug Stanhope, which is, uh, in my estimation anyway, one of the greatest comedians walking the planet. Uh, now and for a long time in that he's, yes, he's crass. And he's, you know, he's, he's a hundred percent above board. He's the smartest comic comic I've seen and uh, uh easily, easily one of the, uh, uh, one of the best books out there right now. Um, it's called digging up mother, a love story. Um, check it out. If you, and you know, like I said, you know, Christmas is coming and the, the, the post, office and the mail people are just working as hard as ever, but it's slowed considerably. So if you want, if you are doing shopping online, I just, I just tell you the the, the the same thing. Fuck Amazon, fuck Best Buy, fuck all the, all the corporate shit. Go to your, go to your local sites, go to your local people. You know, I mean, if you want to buy records in Houston, you always go to cactus or Sigs Vloon. If you, you're, you know, if you can buy you know, I'm sure you can get Continental Club gift cards and give people, you know, music, you know, real music and, and you know, local, just real local people that are working really, really hard and, you know, just, you know, that believe in this stuff. Continental Club could have folded. They could have all walked away. And they're, they fought every single day to stay afloat. And they're, you know, they're coming back. It's going to take yeah. a bit, but they're coming back. and. Um, cactus did everything they went above and beyond cactus music re- uh, excuse me records and tapes here in town and uh, but all that said if you 're going to get something online, go to your local you know your local people and support them because the uh, you know amazon 's made more fucking money off this downtime than anybody and then and, and they're they're they 're not going to reinvest it they 're not going to you know they 're just going to buy more yachts and planes and Shit.
2: Yeah, taxes.
1: <laughs> yeah, you can cut all this preaching shit out, but we're we're gonna have coffee mugs. By the way, yes, <laughs> speaking of local shit, so yes. we're oh, try, yeah, we, we, we got a, we got some really cool uh, hats and um, t shirts, and uh, uh, June Nania wanted some uh, some work shirts, so we're we're working, we're trying to uh, get this new album art together, and maybe work something off the album art and work and a work shirt. So, and also, like I said, we've mixed a few of the, of, of, of the tracks. So now, um, so we're going to be sending this stuff off to uh, uh, Christopher Longwood here in town to master. So this stuff is going to be coming along pretty quick and we're, um, you know, we're very excited about it. And, we, you know, just, you know, we want everybody to tell, tell a friend, tell two, just yeah. push the word out for us. Cause we're going to be, you know, we're going to be, we're going to have to hit the, hit the ground running even harder because uh, last weekend, which is the weekend coming for us? We've had to cancel the clubs that we were playing at, and they, they 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 graciously offered to to have us come in, but they they're in serious trouble. Yeah, of the the numbers are so far down. Right, they couldn't. They, they, you know, they, they were going to honor the dates, but we knew by going in that if, if we didn't, you know, blow the roof off the place, you know, just I mean, have a line. Which you can't have a line at the door because you can't physically put that many bodies in there so you know so we just figured it would be better for them to 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 to, to rebuild and to to build back up so again all these places are in 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 dire straits and Mm -hmm. it's a band I want to hear an instrumental from but um yeah uh but you know all these people are 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 in serious serious peril and and it's up to us to to really you know to help them out and just don't do the gift cards. Don't do the corporate gift cards. Don't do the shit that everybody's gonna throw away. Just you know, just do the real stuff for the real people that are working real hard. You know, blah blah.
2: Speaking of which, hopefully, if if all goes well, we will be playing at the Connell Club on November twenty eighth.
1: That's a season. guarantee. That's a guarantee. Yeah. We will be should be, should be open by then. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: They, o- <laughs> open or not, we open or not, we're going to be there. Yeah. Uh, somebody has to. If if not all of us, we have to get Jason, U down there because, mm. we, uh, yeah. We're going, to do a, we're, going to, we're going to do something real special that night. Very yeah. special. So something that we've never done before. I don't know what it is yet, but we're going to do it. And we're going to do it real, real loud. Real fucking loud.
2: So, For those of you who don't know, the Cunhole Club's been closed ever since March. Uh, so when this first, the shutdowns first began. Who played there last? We did. Yeah. Yeah. On yeah. um, St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. And uh, so they were slated to reopen this week, right? I think it was. Yeah. It was- this week, and yeah, then the city stepped in and said, "Oh wait, we we're not done with your permits yet, or something." I don't know. What, it's what.
1: It, it, yeah, it's the same every time. You know, it's just it's just de- de- dealing with when you deal with somebody on Monday, and then you deal with the next person on Tuesday. They don't have the same information as the person on Monday because they don't fucking talk. So you you it, it, it's it's just like dealing with these contractors. You know these these people that just yeah you know, or you dealing with the city. And Monday the guy tells you yes, and then Tuesday the new guy comes in. He says, "I don't know what you're talking about. No, we got to do this." And they they do it different every So it's a it's a fucking mind game. It's a yeah. It's a it's stupid anyway. So we're gonna have we're going to be there on the 28th, no matter what, guaranteed. Just (laughs) mark mark it on your calendar, and we're going to do something real fun. But also, I I said too about the, you know, buying local and supporting local. You know that the you know these clubs. Um, that are doing food and that are, that are doing music and stuff like that. They're really trying to, they're really, they're they're really trying hard to keep the doors open. And we've lost more, we've lost more people, more clubs, you know, more bartenders and, you know, uh, waitstaff and all that stuff have lost their jobs because of this stuff. And there's no fucking relief. They're, 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 they're they're offering a million dollars. You know, if you can find, you know, if you can give them some voter fraud information.
0: That fucking guy
1: but they're not going to give a fucking red cent to, to, you know, to yeah to any of these, any of these people trying to, to, you know, to pay the rent, you know, you don't need me fucking preaching, Chad, you can cut all this shit out. But I mean, you know, these, these, uh, you know, these people are, 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 are working, you know, harder than than any of these pricks in a suit, you know, robbing you money.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Right. (sighs) Well, if you're watching this and you see my shirt, have a great day, everybody. Who is that? It looks like you. Is that Crouchy? No. That's Joshua Starkman, a guy from uh from New Orleans, New Orleans musician. He posts these crazy videos of him performing with all these people. He's actually a really good guitar player. And he's just super happy and positive. It's a nice a nice break from all the other there we go. Speaking of happy and positive.
1: Yeah. Make it
0: big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got all the happy t-shirts.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Only t-shirts I own are ours.
1: (laughs) Oh, uh, good. Yeah. And then, and then lastly, lastly, uh, before the soapbox disintegrates here under, under all this fire and fury, um, just, yeah, don't forget, you know, uh, the, 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 the food bank, the Houston food bank, don't forget them. And don't forget, you know, the no kid hungry, you know, all that stuff. This is, you know, this is just, this is just, just stuff to make you feel good. And uh, you know, maybe you're, maybe you know, maybe you're, maybe you'd be more welcome in bed than you were the night before if you if you start being nicer. So. Ooh. Yeah. Like that down. Like that down. You hear that? Yeah. Yeah. Talking to you. <laughs> Ringo's yeah. like. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> All right, kids. Uh-oh. All right, kids. Well, so, so what's next? Is the Continental Club? Is that the next show?
0: It is. The twenty eighth. Saturday, November 28th, from 7 to 10. Get there early. Uh, wear a mask. You'll get your Seats are limited. Checked.
1: Seats, Seats are, limited. are limited, right?
0: Yep. Uh, you have to wear a mask. Uh, if you're at your table, you don't have to wear a mask. But if you get up to go to the bathroom, you have to wear a mask. Uh, they are doing table servers for drinks. They're going to serve out of the Pachinko Hut. And the food will be getting, you're getting your food, if you want food, from Tacos a Go-Go. Cool. That's the last I've heard about that. I mean, I, th- I, think, I think that's what's happening. So yeah. just come along, you know, be cool, hang out, make sure that they can stay open so we can play and all of our friends can play. And, and they're doing a band every uh, Wednesday through Sundays. Once they reopen they're doing one band per night, uh, seven to 10 of the sets. And it's going to be a lot of fun. We're looking forward to seeing a lot of people at the Continental Club in the outside
1: patio. Yeah, and you can go to continentalclub.com or continental. dot com slash houston, and um, you can get your tickets online. Like I said, there is only a limited number because they've spaced the tables out, and they're you know. But it's uh, it's it's gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. I mean, it's uh, there's the the seating's great. There's, there's a there's there's no bad seat, you know. In in place, it's outdoors, and it's it's in Midtown, so it's just it's just beautiful. Plenty of parking, you know. Every yeah. a great night, really, really, yeah. really, and we're we're gonna we're gonna be extremely. Uh, we like I said, we're gonna do something. Uh, we're gonna be a play of you know a few songs we've ever done, or but no matter what, we'll have uh, we'll 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 make it a night to remember. Yeah,
0: yeah. Three words for that gig: white tube socks. Mm. I thought you were gonna go
1: so far different. So no, on, the, on the right, no, white, white wow. tube socks. Yeah, that's a yeah. uh, That's a white cocktail sausage. I didn't go. "Mm."
0: need to go first. There we go. (laughs) There we go. Um, Anyway, thanks for listening, y'all. Thanks. See you soon.